0: This is your boy Jimmy and this is the captain of team 22
1: your boy Courtney and we are switching it up today because this is the last episode of 2017. Man what a year.
0: This is the come up steps to success podcast with your hosts James Lawson and Courtney Stevens.
1: It's been a great one. We've come such a long way from when we started, which was about six months ago. It was actually
0: six months minus just a couple of days, actually. Yeah. We dropped our first
1: episode creating an elevator pitch. And since then, as they say, the rest is history. Yeah. So the first thing we want to do is just say thank you to everybody that has listened. We wouldn't be here without you because, I don't know, could, could you take 25 episodes of nobody listening? Well, how do you know they're really listening? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we look at the stats and we look at, we see the love, we see the comments, we see the likes, Uh, you know, people have left ratings, interacted with us, Definitely. we've gotten to people that we never would have met when right. we didn't the, start this podcast. The reviews, the emails, all that
0: stuff counts, and I mean... It's not just people in our neighborhood anymore. We've got people reaching out to us from all over Canada, the U.S., and and even a few people over in the U.K. listening. So we're definitely excited about where this has come, where we've grown to, and where we are planning to go. So later on in this episode, we're going to tell you all about what we've got planned for 2018. But before we get to what's in store for us and what we have planned to give you guys, because we definitely got something up our sleeve, we got we to gotta go back and just talk a little bit more about these milestones that we hit so we yeah. can really just, you know, understand the come up. This is about starting with nothing and ending up somewhere where you plan to be. And on June 23rd, 2017, when we first launched episode one, how to create an elevator pitch, we had absolutely zero downloads. And not, in not the year not, 2017... Jimmy, how many how many downloads do we end up having? At the moment of this recording, 2027 2027 downloads. Those are 2027 times that a real human being actually click play on something that we put together, which is like extremely humbling because I mean, who you don't you don't have to listen to us, but you know, when we put together these episodes in hopes that somebody out there is going to hear the message and it's going to resonate with them. It's a good feeling to know that you, know, you, guys, you guys were feeling us. So thank you. Yeah, thank you. We
1: really appreciate it. So we're going to get into the episode. And this this episode is really about just the growth. Uh, We're happy to be where we are at. And we're excited for 2018. But because it's the come up, we want to share... Things that didn't go well on our journey in 2017 and things that went really well for us. Yeah, for sure. So I think there was a lot of lessons that we took out of this year
0: and some of them we learned right off of the bat. And this is something that you hear everywhere, but we learned it the hard way through experience and that's consistency is the number one key to growth. And in our first week, we had about five podcasts lined up, ready to launch it was a little apprehension at first because we didn't know which one was going to be the best one to put you know, our best foot forward. We knew that people generally, when they listen to a podcast, doesn't matter if they start listening today or a year from now. They're always going to go back and hear episode one. So we wanted to make sure that we started out on the right foot. So after we launched episode one, we're thinking, hey, maybe we should try our best to just push this one episode and get it to as many people as possible. But that was a big mistake.
1: Yeah. And I mean... I'll take ownership of that because I'm really responsible for the strategy of the podcast. And I didn't do enough research before the launch to figure out what was the best strategy to take to launch a podcast. And we kind of just winged it and went back to the drawing board and did some research and we're like, oh, wait, we had we did the right things, but we didn't execute the right way. And so that was probably the biggest mistake that we made at the beginning, which was just not doing enough research and coming up with a strategy to launch our podcast. So what actually ended up
0: happening was we launched our first podcast on June 23rd. And then it wasn't until two weeks later in July when we released our second episode. Now, it might not have affected us as much at the time because, you know, going from zero listeners to 10 listeners is actually, you know, a great, a great improvement. But During those first eight weeks, you know, that's when you're generating the most momentum possible. So missing a week is something that you really don't want to do. And since that time, we actually have not missed one week of releasing a podcast. And we've seen steady growth and improvement over that time. But if we were able to start that momentum a little bit sooner, perhaps we would have been able to generate the momentum we needed to get in that new and noteworthy category or to be able to, you know, snowball a little bit faster into a little more growth.
1: Yeah, but nonetheless, we have more than zero. And so we're very happy about that. I mean, you live and learn. That's why we're here. We're, we're living
0: experiment for you guys to see, take from our losses, take from our gains, and then apply that to your own come up.
1: Yeah. And if you've been with us from the very beginning, you know that here we tell it like it is. If we mess up. We share it because we want people to learn from our mistakes. 100%. So the second thing that didn't go so well for us on this journey was not setting a specific time to record. At the beginning, we had batch record a couple of uh, episodes. But then when we started getting a little bit more complex, and when I mean complex, I mean adding interviews, it kind of got a little bit more hectic with our schedules. So we wanted so what the first thing we did was we started finding out a way to go digital. And when we went digital, we decided to pick a specific date, which allowed us to better schedule interviews and to align our schedule so that we can get episodes out on time.
0: And I mean, that's a big thing, too. It comes down to consistency. So we really had with the exception of the time when I sat down and tried to interview Jimmy. That was like our dry run. We had put out 10 episodes before our first interview of somebody outside Team TCU, and that was episode 11, um, which we'll talk about a little bit later. But we needed to figure out a system that was going to work where we could bring somebody into TCU headquarters and interview them, talk to them and make it easy for them. But then if they weren't able to make it out here to TCU headquarters, we had to find a way to simplistically and easily communicate with them and record the podcast nonetheless. So we experimented with a lot of different software, a lot of different applications that allow you to communicate. But we, after much trial and error, ended up settling down and finding a few key tools that were easy, simple, and worked for us.
1: Yeah. And I mean, since then, it's been working great.
0: Definitely. Because now we're able to interview people all the way out on the West Coast, all the way down South in the U.S., And pretty much anywhere on the in the planet, as long as we're able to coordinate our schedules. So with the use of things like Skype, eCam recorder and definitely a whole lot of email, we're able to bring you entrepreneurs from all over the world and not just from our local community. So we look forward to the future. We can continue to do that. Let's talk about what went well. We got another lesson, though. Oh, we do? Yeah, definitely. Hit them up. And I mean, this is something that we kind of talked about in one of our episodes, but we realized that sometimes you got to pay to play. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, (laughs) definitely. And I mean, this happened in a lot of different ways. But when we initially started out, we didn't want to put too much money up front to actually be able to launch this podcast. But as we started to grow and we required certain capabilities, like the ability to record conversations over Skype, like the ability to. You know, use Skype to call people's cell phones and things like that. We realized, or even hosting our podcast and having more than a certain number of episodes, we realized that there's a certain buy in that you're required if you want to deliver a product that's of a certain quality. So, one of the main lessons that we learned is you really got to be able to, or you have to be willing to pay to play and put some skin in the game. And that was cool because it really forced us to up our game, take things seriously. And make sure that we invested the time to go with the money to make sure we got the return on the investment. And I think since we've done that, the quality of TCU has definitely improved tenfold.
1: Definitely. I agree with you. And so this is a perfect time to share what went well in 2017. And the first thing on the list. okay, it's not the first thing on the list. The first thing on the list is upgrading our mics. That's definitely the number one improvement that we made in 2017 because we started with that one, one mic, both mans leaning into one mic, just trying to talk. I and don't think you guys understand how cozy we really got. Me and Jimmy got real close. Yeah, man, you know, in a closet, just trying to, you know, try to make the sound sound right, hanging up towels on the wall.
0: Hey,
1: but you know what? It was cool
0: because we appreciated the process. And then when we did get, you know, the mics that were allowing us to do things a little more freely, we valued them so much more because we remember those days not too long ago when we were just in the closet trying to dang talking to uh, talking to the same mic and just make sure. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Talking. Wait. Hold on. Yeah. uh, uh." Talking all over top of each other and stuff like that. The
1: funniest part is just knowing that a car is coming by and we're like, oh, it's going to pick it up. Let's stop talking. (laughs) Right. Right. That mic was so strong. Bad, but you know, upgrading our mics, you know, and that was definitely something that went well for us. But switching to Buzzsprout, that was huge. Um, We want to continue to improve. We want to continue to get better, and Buzzsprout gave us that opportunity. You know, better and better, better embedded players, uh, longer episodes for our interviews, and I think the best thing is that it was super easy. Yeah,
0: Buzzsprout definitely changed the game for us. And the reason why embedded players are important is because we want to be able to spread TCU around. And for us to be able to have our website be the true hub of TCU, we needed to be able to create players that have built-in playlists or individual tracks. We needed to be able to brand it so that when you hit our website, when you go to www.thecomeuppodcast.com, it looks like something we want to show off. It's not you know, an embarrassing website that kind of looks thrown together in a couple minutes, but it's, you know, consistent with our brand image and it gives you the product that we want to offer. Simple, easy to see, easy to find, easy to share. And I think that's that's a real value of Buzzsprout. And not to mention, we only had to what, like click two buttons to switch over from SoundCloud. And I think that's one of the, the benefits of paying to play is that you get simple results without having to bang your
1: head against the wall for a long, long time to get the same effect. The last thing that went well, and actually there was a lot of things that went well this year in 2017, but it was all about growth for us, Mm -hmm. all about getting the process right. But I am very happy that we started doing interviews.
0: The interviews have been huge. And uh, I think we're, no, not that I think. I know we're planning to bring a lot more interviews because we find them so highly valuable, A lot of the great interaction and feedback from Team TCU, all you guys out there, has been from the interview episodes where we're bringing people outside of our circle into the world of TCU and sharing their stories, their experiences, their lessons. And it brings a a nice touch to it because they got a unique perspective. You know, they're not with us every day. They're not necessarily listening to all of the podcasts. So they're coming in unbiased, coming in with their own experiences where we're hearing stories, but then we're also getting their tactics. We're getting their strategies, their wins, their losses It's valuable.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think the interviews added an extra layer to our show here because, you know, we started off with something that we called mini trainings. I mean, they, they were mini trainings, but that just didn't really ring a bell. It didn't. It didn't. So, you know, we started doing interviews and I think that kind of. It meshed well with the mini trainings because a lot of the things we were talking about, a lot of the entrepreneurs were saying it in their own words and using their experiences. And it gave you guys, I th- it gave me a, a different perspective on how, how to get to where you want to be. Because, I mean, a lot of people shared some superpowers that mm-hmm. we didn't know were superpowers. A lot of people shared tactics that we didn't think about that we couldn't have shared with you. And so if we didn't start doing interviews, we couldn't bring more resources, more tools and more experiences for everybody. And just bringing more personality to the podcast, because at the end of
0: the day, this is all about people. So it has a hot, a lot greater impact when you can hear it straight from the person themselves who's experienced it, lived it, did it. Not to say that we haven't done all of the things that we're telling you, but sometimes it's good to hear it from, you know, an author or an artist or a musician or athlete or somebody who is in the field applying the techniques in their own way. And they could give you the feedback of what their experience is. Most definitely. So,
1: I mean, let's share some of our favorite episodes. Let's run it
0: down. Let's go through, let's go through our top five interviews of 2017. Or top, top five? Top five, not let's necessarily. Do, let's
1: do six. Let's do six. Okay. Because yeah, there's but, so many. There's, there's a lot of good
0: Let's just stay consistent ones. because, you know, on our TCU tip sheets, we go with our six tips each week. So let's go through our top six episodes, interviews, or, you know, otherwise, and just uh, recap the best of
1: that was. Number one on that list. And again, this is not a top one or a list. This is just the first one we're talking about. But it is the last episode we did, episode 24: Mindfulness, Overcoming Anxiety, Stress, and Much More with Madeline Eames.
2: So, mindfulness, the, the definition that I like, that uh, was from um, John Cabot Zinn, who, who really is credited for bringing mindfulness to, to the West, is that mindfulness is an awareness of the present moment without judgment. And with compassion.
1: And I think that was an amazing episode because, well, for the first time, we got somebody who's been to Harvard on our episode. That's definitely a milestone. <laughs> so that's a milestone right there.
0: That's a name and, I'd love to drop.
1: And, you know, she shared with us her expertise. Um, and she also shared with us how she transitioned from a brick and mortar business to a digital business, to an online business. And I think that's something that transcends
0: you know, mental health, transcends all the yoga practice, what she's specifically talking about. But going from a brick and mortar company to an online business is a transition that a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners are going through, especially in this day and age. Yep, With the growth of internet marketing, the growth of social media, and the ease of access to developing your own website and promoting yourself, it's something that is not as far off as it used to be. So Madeline did a great job of explaining, you know, the emotions that she went through, the challenges that she faced when she was learning the technology. And the main thing that I took out of it was that she, she said, you really need to focus in to really be productive. And so closing her brick and mortar business Or closing her clinical practice more specifically to focus on doing different aspects of what she brought to the table allowed her to give greater energy to those so that she could deliver better value to a smaller group of people and get a greater return.
1: Yeah. And I I think one of my favorite parts of that episode is just the fact that we actually got to learn some techniques, some tools and resources that can help us in our everyday life. I mean, I know this ep- this uh show is about entrepreneurship, it's about athletes, artists, but this episode could help anybody that's going through an everyday struggle or just everyday life. If you're over if you're facing anxiety, if you're facing stress. So I feel like this episode was just very resourceful. It was it had a lot of important information that could uh, be for anybody. Yeah, I mean, if you're a
0: human being at some point in time or another, like we discussed, you know, you're going to come up on these moments of anxiety, depression, regret, fears, you know, these are things that are built into us to protect us, but sometimes the coping mechanisms don't match up with the actual environment and the situations you're going through. So the breathing techniques, the deliberate practice, those kinds of things, the recognizing the triggers, everything that she talked about in that episode is applicable, no matter if you're an athlete, a student, a professional, a parent, there's something in there for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And so thank you. Definitely. Shout out. Shout out to Madeline. So I think another episode that we have to talk about was episode number one, how to create your elevator pitch.
1: Elevator pitch. What is that?
0: An elevator pitch is basically like when you're in that elevator and you're going from the sixth floor to the bottom floor and you just meet that person who you really need to tell something super quick. That's what the elevator pitch is, is you practicing telling them that thing super quick so that by the time the doors open and you guys go your separate ways, they got all the information they need to know. Now, this is a marquee episode, like we were saying earlier, because it was the front door, the combo number one, the Big Mac of TCU.
1: Yeah, I mean, (laughs) every time I think back to it and I've listened to it a couple of times, I go back and listen to it again because it was just the moment we just we, I guess we jumped off the bridge and said, hey, we're doing this. Like, we're going to do this and we're going to get it done. And we put it out there and we got a lot of good feedback from it. A lot of people listen to it say, oh, we learned something from that. And I mean, that feedback is what gave us the encouragement to just keep
0: going. And I think sometimes we're apprehensive. We're all apprehensive to really share our great idea or our big idea with the world. But When you can build up the courage inside to kind of put yourself out there and be vulnerable to feedback and criticism, I think you'll be surprised that something that you've put a lot of work and effort into, while it may not be perfect, it's inspiring to those who are around you because, you know, we all have those same apprehensions and they just like to see somebody go out there on a limb and try and go out there and put themselves out there and see what they could do because, man, nobody wants anything but success, And you can't be a master unless you start off as, you know, the young Padawan or somebody who doesn't necessarily know everything that's going on. So it was cool to have episode one. We talked about something that we knew about personally. We kept it personal. We kept it real. And um, I think that's why that episode still resonates to this day. You could go back and listen to it and there's still valuable stuff in there.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I, I think the great thing about it is that the information, like you said, it's still valuable. It's still something that you can use and it fits in with what we've been doing. So personally, like I said, that's probably one of my favorite episodes because it's the reason why we kept going. You yeah. dropped it. It got good numbers. People resonated with it. People gave us feedback and I said, hey, yeah, do doing something right. It definitely gave me the confidence that what we were doing had potential. So the third episode or not the third episode, but episode 21, Realize Your Potential with Toby G. Yo, to listen to that inner voice, you know, listen to the inner voice and trust it. Because that's the most important, that's the most important guide is that inner conviction, that inner validation, that inner core. What? That's what it is. Because like once that's, once that's like solidified, there's no... There's no bringing you down. There's nothing that can bring you down because your foundation is solid. You know? This was a good one. This was a really good Man, one. Toby
0: is a solid dude. I remember as soon as he got here, he just had an aura about him and everything that he said was so thoughtful. And it makes sense because in his line of work as an artist, you know, he's a wordsmith. He's crafting pictures and telling them to you. And you're seeing them in your mind's eye, even though you can only hear him through your headphones. So to be around somebody like that with a story that was so powerful, it was cool to, um, you know, see how he thinks a little bit and what her what his views are and the reasons behind those kinds of things. So interviews definitely let us connect with a lot of cool people. And episode 21, Realize Your Potential with Toby G was one of my favorites.
1: Yeah, I think that was great because it lets you know that Even, you know, talents, skills that you had when you were younger that you're just very passionate about, you can utilize those, even though they might that people might say, oh, it fits in this box or, you know, you can't do anything with it here. I feel that if it's your passion and you dive in, like Toby said, you can find a way to utilize it in your everyday life.
0: Yeah, he's definitely an example of. Believing in yourself so wholeheartedly that nobody can tear you down because I remember him talking about the conflict between himself and his parents and, you know, the cycle of having that disagreement, fighting about it, coming to a new agreement, then building and moving on and just going through that cycle over and over and over again to the point where his relationship with his parents got actually closer through the conflict, Mm -hmm. even though the things that they wanted for him, what they wanted and what he wanted were different And he eventually had to, you know, do something that was going to disappoint them. But through all of that, he really was just reassuring himself that, nah, this is exactly what I want to do. I'm standing up to the people I love in order to get it. And uh, that's a lesson that we all need to
1: take. Yeah. And I love how he shared the fact that he built confidence by using deliberate practice. Just working on a specific thing within his toolbox, putting a specific tool in his toolbox and working on a specific skill with deliberate practice. So if you go back and listen to that episode, episode 21, realize your potential with Tobia G that that right there. That's a good one. For sure. For sure. Another person who
0: was extremely passionate when they came through was Steve McCollum, a.k.a. the football trainer on episode 11, The Life After Football Entrepreneur.
2: TFT, originally, I started out as the football trainer, right? So I love football. I played football pretty much my whole life. And, you know, it it brought me a long way. And I was playing through college. And, you know, I knew after I was done with the game that I had passion for something. And I wanted to start my own business. So it kind of only made sense for me to call myself the football trainer. Because the whole time I originally started it, I was still playing football so I was training for football. So I called it the football trainer. And then, you know, eventually we just it's it's grown into TFT Fitness. That was our
0: first actual interview episode. Yeah. So that one definitely has a, a special place in my heart because it was almost like episode one. Yep. In that we were trying something new and venturing out there. And I think, you know, that was an instant classic.
1: Yeah. He knocked that one out the park, man. Like we came in this like we're like, yo, man, we got no notes. It's our first time. You know, just do your thing. Tell us your story, and I mean, you go back to it. He, he told the story definitely. And being that
0: Steve was somebody who I I grew up with, and we played ball at a young age, JV Brampton Bulldogs. You know, running around at the park, tackling each other. We didn't really know what was going on. We were just having fun. Two young guys in high school, um, and then getting to the point where we are now, where he has a well-established, you know, personal training business. He's working with pro athletes, young athletes all day long. He really showed us how, you know, when life throws you a curveball, how you can parlay that into the biggest opportunity that you never knew you would ever have. And so his perseverance, man, his foresight, his endurance, you know, the way that he works at his craft and is continually bettering himself, talking about, you know, lifelong learning, continual education, personal development. It's an inspiring story for sure. And the
1: biggest thing that I remember from that is just his mindset, overcoming an injury, you know, dying twice. (laughs) Every (laughs) athlete dies twice. (laughs) He, He experienced the first death, you know, not being able to play football anymore, but just taking that passion, taking all that knowledge, the skills, the experiences that he learned and converting that into a business that's, that's every, you know, entrepreneur's dream to just be able to rise from the ashes like a Phoenix. And another thing too, was I like how
0: he takes his personal experience and he's not afraid to lay it out there. And that's exactly what he's doing with his weekly motivation videos that he puts out. And man, I think he's almost at video 40 by this time. He's been going almost a full year nonstop, of just putting out weekly videos, getting in front of the camera and you know, this day and age, it's hard to put yourself out there like that. So it takes a real humility and a real um, actual drive to add value to the people who really care, you know, because there's going to be people out there who don't like what you have to say. But you got to tune that out and realize you got a bigger purpose. And Steve, man, he's pursuing his passion
1: and it shines right through. All right. So episode 16, this is another one how to create a podcast. Courtney, what is a podcast?
0: I mean, put simply, a podcast is radio on demand. It's pretty much the audio equivalent of a live book. Now, this was an episode by popular demand.
1: Yeah, we got a lot of people asking us, you know, how'd you guys start your podcast? What what kind of mic are you using? And so we said, all right, let's just create an episode and tell people what we've been doing, how we've done it, And I I think this one was a really good one.
0: No, this was definitely a turning point for us because this is about four months into the journey now, just a little bit over that. And it just kind of solidified a lot of the things that we were thinking where we made episodes and people were giving us a little bit of feedback. We were seeing, you know, little, little things like comments were coming in, emails were coming in and people were showing interest but then as it started to amount to more and more and more, we were like, man, first of all, people are actually listening to what we're putting out. <laughs> yep. But second of all, I think that we're executing on something that other people may have been thinking about, but never really put it together. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: now there's a, a real opportunity for us to deliver value
1: and help other people replicate what we've been able to put together. Yeah, definitely. And I think when we created this we didn't really think of exactly how it was going to make an impact. But once we put it out there, people came to us and said, Hey, like I listened to this and I want to start my own podcast. And I know Courtney, you made a video how to create a podcast and you put that up on Facebook and we linked that to in the show notes for that episode, episode 16. And that did a lot of views and uh, people were uh, you know commenting on that too. So This was that point where we said, okay, not only are we, you know, going to be doing interviews and talking to people about, you know, personal development, but we can actually teach people concrete skills and we can share how we've used those skills to create a platform for ourselves. Right. And so the value of experience and sharing that
0: experience is really showcased in this episode because it's not just lip service. But we're doing more than entertainment. We're actually trying to provide information that you can use. So this episode right here really inspired a lot of what we're going to try and do in 2018. But we're going to talk more about that as we get deeper into the episode. But episode 16, how to create a podcast, was definitely a milestone for us and one of our most popular episodes. I agree. All right. So number six. And like I said, it's not in any order. It might not be in any order, but I'm going to come out and say straight up. I think this is my favorite episode that we did in our first, Well, we haven't been out for a full calendar year, but in the year of 2017, this was my favorite episode.
1: Yeah. And definitely a turning point for TCU for team TCU, because this let us realize the platform that we had and what we could really use it for. Episode 19, the brand building entrepreneur with Mr. K.O.A. himself. Do you ever get
2: burnt out? 100%. But my burnt out, I get burnt out with a purpose. So it's not the same. Like my burnt out isn't, oh, like I'm so tired. My burnt out is like, okay, I'm physically too tired. I'm going to continue tomorrow. Right. I wish I had energy because I want to keep going. Yeah. It's not burnt out like I'm, I'm not doing anything else. I'm burnt out like you need to sleep. Like... We'll do this tomorrow. Like, let let it go. Like, there's times, like, I, if I'm locked into something, I'll be up till 4.30 a.m. till it's done perfectly. Like, my photography stuff, if I'm not, I, I do videography, too. Like, if a video's not done exactly how I want it to be done, I will stay up until 4.30 until I'm like, ah, ah now I can sleep. Like, bro, I that's how I am, right? But there's times I'm like, sleep, bro. Like, just, it's there tomorrow, but... Yeah, that's I don't get burnt out to the point I give up. It's burnt out to just continue. Man,
0: that was a that was a serious episode because yeah. when KoA came through Team TCU headquarters, it was I I had never met him personally. We had always um, interacted on social media, you know, lightweight. But when you put a face to a face, to so to speak, and you really meet these people that you're seeing on social media man, this podcast has given us an opportunity to meet really good people who have inspiring stories and we all share like a real common drive to just succeed. So it was interesting to go behind the curtain and really see how he built up his brand, what the story was on how he got to that point and, you know, to get a little insight into what he's building for the future.
1: Yeah. For me, like I've, I've known, ryan for a long time and i've been following his instagram for a while but this interview actually gave me the opportunity like you said to really get behind the story like what is it that makes mr koa and we found that out and it was that was a like a breathtaking story it was one of those that was like okay you can learn from every aspect of this story you know from the injury to overcoming nose to being told you know all i'm saying is you know that boy he he went through some you know obstacles and pulled out on top and was able to just reinvent himself so definitely that's one of my favorites the most impressive thing for me was his
0: ability to continue to teach himself new things you know he really put an emphasis on not waiting for something to fall in your lap but taking taking opportunities to dive in all the way on yourself and like bet on yourself. Um, you know, he talked about his ability to just focus in and just lock in and just engage with people in such a way that he could find out who really mattered, who didn't matter. And then, you know, he built his product. He built his brand based off of what worked, what he loved to do and where his passions were. And just was driven by pure motives, you know, not, Not motivated by money, Mm -hmm. not motivated by hype, but really just pure motives. Like, I'm going to do what I want to do. I taught myself how to take these photos. I'm going to become a photographer. And in a span of four months, he went from never shooting anything to being a professional photographer with a business, shooting weddings, shooting events, and really making himself
1: into a business. He's a business man. (laughs) So make sure you check that episode out. Episode 19, The Brand Building Entrepreneur with Mr. KOA. If you haven't heard it, like I said, like Cordy said, that's probably Team TCU's favorite episode right there. Stuff full of
0: tips and advice for anybody who's trying to build their brand or start their own business. And
1: so we did a lot of episodes. We did a lot of interviews. And when I say a lot of episodes, I really mean 24. Uh, but. You know, we're going to continue going and there are a lot of good episodes and interviews that we had. And we really want to thank all of our guests in 2017. Thank you for making TCU what it is. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for sharing your tips, your resources. And in 2018, we're going to bring in a lot more, a lot more. Definitely a lot more. We're going to bring in a lot more athletes, more artists, more authors more professionals, and definitely more entrepreneurs. No doubt. Because we want them to share their tools, their resources, and the lessons they've learned on their journey. So what can you expect in 2018? Well, before we share that, we want to share our goals for 2018.
0: So like we said, 2017 was a big year for us. We launched our first episode on June 23rd. And right now, it's a couple of days before Christmas that we're recording this, but you guys are going to hear it a little bit later. And we've had just over 2,000 downloads on our podcast. So in about six months, we did 2,027 downloads. And, you know, not that this number really defines us, but you have to have some kind of measurement to gauge whether you're growing or not. In 2018, we set our sights on 20,000 downloads. So we're trying to 10x the
1: number of people who we can reach. And so you will be a big help in assisting us to get to that number. But we're not just going to ask you to share it. Okay, we are going to do that. But there's going to be a reason why you're sharing it. Because here's what you can expect in 2018 that's going to make this podcast, this show much more valuable. All right, so 2018, we're going to bring to you more content. We're going to bring to you more entertainment, but we're also going to bring you more valuable information you can use on your professional and entrepreneurial journey. One of the first things you can expect from us is something we are going to be calling Quick Wins by
0: TCU, which will be a second edition To our weekly podcast. So now, instead of just getting the episodes on Monday or Tuesday, you're going to be hearing from us again one more time later in the week with a little quick hit of something actionable that is a real step to success you can take. And this is going to be our way of turning the things we talk about into a blueprint for you to take action on the next step towards whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish.
1: And with some of those quick wins, You're going to be getting worksheets, PDFs that you can use to guide you on your way to success. Definitely. So this is something you really got to look out
0: for next year. These episodes, they're not going to be like the ones we're doing now, 20, 30, 40 minutes long. They're going to be short, something that you can listen to, you know, in 10 minutes or less.
1: Yeah, we really want you to get, like we said, those quick wins. If you remember some of our episodes, we share our weekly wins. It's important to get those quick wins because those build up into major momentum. And that's how you get to be successful. So from the top, let's just remind them what we're bringing in. In 2018, we're going to be bringing to you quick wins. And like we said, star-studded lineup of interviews with more authors, more athletes, more artists, more professionals. And definitely more entrepreneurs. So where can you find all of this? you can find it at comeuppodcast.com. And this is probably the most important part. Like we said, we're going to be bringing more resources, more content. And you definitely, definitely do not want to miss it. So I think you should hit pause right now. Actually, hit pause after I tell you what to do. So this is what you need
0: to do. Go to thecomeuppodcast.com and hit the button that says join team TCU. This way we can send you these resources and episodes when they launch in the new year directly to your inbox. After you've hit the website, make sure that you guys stay tuned because we got some heavy hitters opening up the 2018 year and you're not going to want to miss it. We just want to take another minute to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all the likes, comments, shares, reposts, retweets, Instagram stories, reviews, ratings, emails, all that stuff counts. And all that stuff is motivation that helps us get in here and keep putting out that fire for all y'all. So we couldn't do this without you. And we had to take time to record an episode and let you guys know the impact that you're having on us which is helping us have a bigger impact
1: on everybody that we reach. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for being a part of Team TCU. You've made 2017 an amazing year. And so we are going to reward you by making 2018 even better. Hey,
0: and just like we said when we started out, it's all about beginning somewhere and ending up somewhere else with something that is way, way better. This is the come up Thank you for joining us on this journey. And we're just getting started. 2018, the year of great success. I hope you guys have a safe holiday and we'll see you next year. My name is Jimmy. My name is Courtney and we're signing out. Peace.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode. You can find the Come Up podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. The greatest compliment you could give us is to leave a five star rating and a review on iTunes or Stitcher. This will also help us get in front of more people.
0: And you can connect with us on Instagram at The Come Up Podcast. Don't forget to visit us online at TheComeUpPodcast.com for a detailed summary from every episode all the way back to number one, including resource links and downloadable bonus content. <laughs>